Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah Bean. Hey, how's it going, man? Can you hear me? Oh, it's going. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Sweet, sweet. Good to uh, good to officially meet you, man. Yeah, you as well. You as well. Yeah. Um, I've I've been stoked and excited about it. I've been talking my wife's ear off about it as well. So, <laughs> right on. Good for you, dude. Good for you. Um, no, I I think this could uh, I think this could definitely work because you know kind of like what I said in the reply there to you is. Um, I really want exactly what's what I'd like to do here is is let everybody kind of share stories and stuff, you know, bring bring this awareness and just more than just awareness, just bring bring a little bit of of camaraderie. Let people like you said, man, let people know they're not alone. And that's one of the reasons I started it in the first place was because it does feel like you're so fucking alone, you know. Nobody gets what you're going through and there's a little bit of a different thing going on between you and I because the timeline that it all happened and probably how it came about too. Um, I'm starting to realize that a lot of the things that I went through when I was really young and all the way on, you know, through junior high and high school and stuff that I couldn't explain or was misdiagnosed as um, shit like bipolar disorder, you know, attention deficit, stuff like that. Um, those were actually side effects and or symptoms of the epilepsy I was born with, you know, and it just gradually ramped up through the years until bam, the spring sprung and fucking there you go. Um, and you were saying it's a little different in your, your situation. We, but yeah. Yeah. I, and see, you know, I'm not too sure if like mine's hereditary or whatnot. I don't have a lot of people in my family, um, that have it. Um, my niece has, uh, She's only about three years old. She's actually having seizures as well. So, you know, it might be kind of underlying hereditary. Um, I mean, I myself an adrenaline junkie as well. And, you know, I also see that also maybe playing a part because uh, everything that I used to do was just full adrenaline. I mean, uh, I raced quads and dirt bikes, uh, rode bulls for a long time. And, you know, it's just, it's all the excitement. And now it feels like, um, when I'm having a seizure, it's almost like an adrenaline jump. It feels like that's almost what my body's experienced on the inside. And yeah. I'm wondering if there might be some kind of physical connection or mental connection to that as well. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Um, and I always kind of connected my, my lust for that rush because it was a way to release. It's, I never felt comfortable in public, like in crowds and shit like that, unless I was on stage. I've been a performer since like, you know, seventh grade probably is when I really started getting into it. And I, I just kind of never it felt natural. And for somebody going through the mental disorders that you and I go through, it, it kind of matches perfectly with a bipolar kind of and manic depressive thing because it's like you get that rush of being on stage it's a do or die you get this line you make that step you make a wrong move 
then you're risking fucking blowing it, blowing it all. And that rush is very similar to like racing and to like my caving and repelling down cliffs and shit. And after a big performance, I always noticed you get this huge rush and then it will like sank, sank to like below low, you know? And it's, yeah. And I, I think, uh, not everybody goes through that kind of experience when they go up and down like that. And that might be, it might be one of the coping, coping mechanisms people like us use, you know, I know I use drugs and alcohol for that throughout my life. You know, once I discovered that it was like, Oh, this numbs my brain a little bit. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I feel you on that mm-hmm. <laughs> fully. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I've done, you know, like, uh, I would try to find like the different ones, like, uh, Daytura and all that, the ones that would kind of numb my mind for like almost a few days just to, just to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to unravel all that shit in my head. You know, I'm still kind of just, I'm just starting to dip my, my toes in this little personal mind fuck pool, but Ooh, I lost you. Yeah, I mean, the, the weed doesn't slow your mind down enough to actually focus on everything going on. What it does is it just basically calms you down to the point where you can try to focus. You it's, know, I mean, yeah, if you have everything overloading you. You're still going to be overloaded no loaded. matter what. It, exactly. It's not a fucking opiate. It's not a fucking, you know, it's not something that ends in zine. <laughs> it's <laughs> cannabis, dude. It's yep. exactly, exactly. dude. Well, and that's why it helps out something we thought about and I can't bring it up with my specialist or anyone at UC health because they have federal aid and they can't really talk about it. But a lot of people I've talked to that aren't kind of bound by any kind of grants or anything like that. Um, and just the anecdotal evidence out there. The fact is THC helps control seizures and there's kids who are getting THC mixed in with their CBD because the CBDs don't work on their own. Well, yeah, the CBDs have to have the CHC to stick to the synapses of the brain, right. you know. I mean, it's not just going to work all on its own and by itself. Exactly. So you've got to have something to make it sticky enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you on that one. Another thing, too, i got a question for you. Um, when you smoke, how do you, do you, can you tell the difference between more of like a dark purple cannabis as to like a regular one because for me dark purple i don't know what it is it just it can instantly stop me from going into one if i feel an onset i think you know i really don't know if i notice that difference so much um a lot of it is because we've been growing and smoking pretty much the same you know five six strains for the past year and a half two years um but there is I think a lot of the dark purples tend to contain a whole shitload of indica and there's, there's less of a hybrid to them and more of, more of the heavy indicas. And what, what's that do? I, I think that just has more of an intense boom. It just drops it. Uh, I got this platinum breath cush or platinum cush breath. Uh, one of the few times I actually went into a dispensary recently and, uh, needed some concentrates and wax and you know something to oh, mix yeah. it up a little yeah but this stuff and it it wasn't necessarily better than what i had <clears throat> but because it had a different 
percentage of, of sativa indica. And actually this one was indica, straight up indica. I made a point to, to get a straight up indica. The effect was totally different than what I'd been smoking. The sm- stuff we were smoking was a little fruitier, um, had more of uh, red hairs, red and orange. Nice, nice, crystally, really good. About the same potency too. Potency levels were right there, about 25, 26%. Um, but when I would take the Platinum Breath Kush, which was way more purpley, it had much more of an instantaneous and heavy effect. It, it was that boom, you know, it brought you down. Whereas the other one would calm you out a little bit, but it, your mind starts to, that's the creative side of the THC everybody talks about, you know, that the, yeah. the hybrid stuff with the indica mixed in there. So it's, it's not locking you down. And I like taking the sativas in the day when I've got a lot to do, but and I think this alludes to what you're talking about too. There are those moments, especially in the afternoon when you're about halfway in between your uh, doses of seizure meds, where you start to get, I start to feel a little bit uneasy, like that feeling of, of the, the lack of balance starts to kind of creep in, right? That's when I go for the heavier stuff, a couple of those hits, and that's going to stop that wave. And it helps. Yeah, right. I watch out for like a cold rush. Like I can feel, and my wife says like, like she can see my color fade, like almost as in like a cartoon, you know, mm-hmm. and I can feel like the, the, the coldness of my, you know, blood pressure dropping. And that's yeah. when I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to smoke or something, you know, cause I use Capra as well. And I take uh, two in the morning and one at night. Okay. Um, and it's just meant to kind of help level me out, but the Kepra hasn't really done anything. Most of it's actually been controlled by cannabis. Um, I was on Depakote for a while and Depakote was just so harsh on my kidneys and my liver. It was just, it was just beginning, beginning to be ridiculous. Yeah. And see, I'm on, I'm in the first month of Depakote. Right this is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Mike. Cabal. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, infused with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected and that it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with badass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.